0: Hey, this is Jessica, your web church host. Welcome to Calvary FL Online. We're so blessed to have you join us today along with viewers from all over the world. We consider you family and count it an honor that you feel blessed by this ministry. If you'd like to share what God is doing in your life, please email us at stories at calvaryfl.com. Also, if you would like to give or be a part of what God is doing at Calvary, you can do so by logging on to calvaryfl.com or by giving through our Calvary Fell app. Thank you for joining us for today's worship experience.
1: you dismiss the shift, you will miss the shift. But how many of you are expecting a shift somewhere in your life? Okay, that's about half of you. Maybe a shift in your family. Maybe a shift in your finances. Come on, maybe a shift in a son or a daughter. Come on, maybe a shift in your health. Make, make a little noise if you're ready for God to shift some things, your purpose. Here's what I know, honey. I'm shifting. This church is shifting, and I just feel like God has given me a download. First service was absolutely awesome. Just push your neighbor and say, get ready. All right, stand for the reading of God's Word. That's my custom. We're looking to Mark 8, 22. Mark 8, 22. The Bible says here in the passage that when Jesus came to Bethsaida, somebody say Bethsaida that they brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. So Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes, I wonder what y'all would do if I did that. You'd be like, get your purse, Ethel. This man has lost his mind. He spat on his eyes and put his hands on him and he asked him if he saw anything. And he looked up and he said, I see men like trees walking. Then he put his hands on his eyes again and made him look up and he was restored and saw everyone clearly. I declare in this next season when God shifts your life, you're going to have incredible clarity. Can I get a witness? All right. Then he sent him away to his house and he said, neither go into the town nor tell anyone in the town. The significant part of this to me in this entirety is powerful, but what came alive to me was that he came to Bethsaida. They brought the blind man to him, and he took the blind man by the hand and let him out. In other words, the blind man is sitting there, and Jesus said, come with me. I, I want to heal you. The blind man could have said, I'm staying, but I'm sure that blind man thought, this is my shift. I'm about to get something that I need, and I don't know who I'm talking to today, but there are some of you going to just bear witness with this, and I want you to look at your neighbor and announce the title of this message. Just say, neighbor, this is my shift. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm about to see some things shift in my life. You're ready for a shift, Slip up up your hands, Father, release anointing and revelation. Have your way in Jesus' name. Somebody give the Lord a great big praise if you're going to see a shift. This is my shift. You can be seated. Who believes that God is going to shift some things somewhere in your life? Do you believe it over here? Do you believe it back in the back? I said, who believes that God is going to shift some things somewhere in your life? I really feel like in a way our church has already shifted and revival is here and the reason I know revival is here is because I'm here and you're here revival doesn't take place in a, in a building or a structure. He doesn't revive seats and carpet. No, he revives people. So that means when you show up, revival is in the house. Tell your neighbor, aren't you glad you're sitting by me? Hallelujah. You sat by revival when you sat by me. You sat by somebody when you sat by me. And, and, and I just feel like there's a shift that's taking place in me and in this ministry. And God has never in all my years spoken to me more clearly and directly about where we are as a church and his agenda for this house but also his agenda for your life I decree that in the next season your family is going to shift you that are needing family restoration your finances are about to shift I got two people I said your finances are about to shift mindsets and mentalities are about to shift you're going to take the limits off Your season is shifting, your situation is shifting, you're not trapped in a season. And and I'm shifting, and as I said, this church is shifting because I believe in a fresh way the kingdom of the Lord is rising. And I want to teach from this amazing backdrop, and I want to bring some things out that are critical to your shift in mind. Jesus comes here into a town called Bethsaida. It's amazing to me because he had just miraculously fed 4,000 people. And upon coming into the city, he encounters a blind man. And something very unusual occurs in the text to me. The Bible says they bring the blind man to Jesus and they request for Jesus to heal him. In fact, the Bible said they begged for Jesus to heal him. And when Jesus looked at the man, he does something unusual. He takes the man by the hand and he leads him outside the town. Now, as I watch this text unfold and the story unfold, I'm thinking, wait a minute, you're Jesus. Why do you have to lead the man outside the the town? Why don't you just heal him right where he is? Why you got to take him by the hand and lead him out of the city? And when I see something like this occur in a text as a preacher, as someone who studies the word, it makes me want to interrogate the text it makes me want to examine the text and see what in the world is going on here and upon further study i find something very powerful out because in matthew 11 jesus had actually come to the town of bethsaida and he had denounced them for their unbelief he had denounced them just plain talk the city was cursed and I want you to listen to the words of Jesus then he began to rebuke in Matthew 11 the cities in which most of his mighty works had been done because they did not repent and he said woe to you Charleston and woe to you Bethsaida for if the mighty works which were done in you had been done entire and see done they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes he said I came here and did the undeniable and the unbelievable I showed you miracles I showed you wonders here in Bethsaida and Chorazin but you did not receive them and you did not repent in fact you rejected me and this city had seen a mighty move of God but it did not change change them how sad is it to see God moved and be unmoved by his moving can I talk to real people? How bad is it to see God moved and be unmoved by his moving? How sad is it to see God change and then be unchanged by his changing of our situations? Corazon was one of the towns that was mentioned here. And it's actually a town right around Capernaum and Bethsaida there. And I've been to Capernaum many times. And Jesus did miracles all through these towns. And if you define the name Corazon, Corazon actually means a fr- of smoke it represents a place that has smoke but no fire I don't know about you I don't want to be plugged into a church and a ministry that has smoke but doesn't have any fire because in the Bible fire represents the presence of God and it represents the moving or the manifestation of the Holy Spirit I'm at a place in my life where I am unimpressed by church facilities I'm unimpressed by just another program I'm unimpressed by a great gathering I want to go somewhere where there's more than smoke I got to have some fire I got to have some presence I've got to have some power I got to have the real deal come on make a little noise if you want a little fire in your ministry in your work in your church and in your life I want the fire but here it is let's talk about Bethsaida because Jesus also cursed and denounced the town of Bethsaida he arrives on the scene and he finds here a blind man who is struggling I'm so glad to know that my struggles don't turn Jesus off (laughs) Ha <laughs> Sit out there and be cute. Who am I talking to i 'm so glad that my struggles don 't make him want to stay away from me. My struggles actually draw him to me. The truth is, your friends will ignore you often when you struggle, but Jesus will show right up in your mess because he 's a waymaker and a miracle worker hallelujah. He shows up and sees this blind man struggling. Now bear in mind he had already been in the city before. He had done miracles and signs and wonders there before. He has done it before. Tell your neighbor he's done it before. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's opened blinded eyes before. He's healed sick bodies before. He's defeated the scheme of the enemy in your life before. How many of you know he's done it before? He, he made a way for you before he opened closed doors before he soothed your troubled mind before he's done it before there is nothing that you need done that Jesus hasn't already done Oh, I feel like preaching. He's not a novice. He's not a novice. He's not a beginner. He's not trying to figure it out. He's not looking at your situation and saying, Hmm, how am I going to handle this? No, no, no. He's done it before. He's done it before. There's not one problem that you have that he hasn't already taken care of it before. He's done it before. Our God is not a beginner. He's not even an intermediate baby. He's done it before. He's advanced. He's supernatural. He's unadvanced unexplainable. He's done it before. He's brought supernatural breakthrough before. He's delivered you before. He's saved somebody's son before. He's delivered somebody's daughter before. He's brought revival before. He's guided lost people before. He's opened prison doors before. He's done it before. Tell somebody he's done it before. Yeah, 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 yeah. With all I've seen in my life, I know he's done it before. And with all I've per- witnessed not what I've heard but with what I've personally witnessed you can't tell me God cannot because I've seen him do all this before You, you can't tell me God can't make a way because I've seen him do it before and if you're trying to convince me that God is not able too late I've seen him do it before if you're trying to tell me he can't save children and deliver crack addicts and bring revival and open shut doors and do the undoable and change the unchangeable and shift the unshiftable and move the unmovable and save the unsavable if you're trying to tell me he can't do it too late I know too much about him to doubt him he's done it before I believe he can do it again (laughs) oh I know too much tell your neighbor I know too much I know too much I know too much it's too late that 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 conversation doesn't work on me I know too much you've gotten to me too late listen don't sit around and act like we've already seen our best visitation don't sit around and act like our visitation is over I've come to testify in this room that our best is not behind us our best is yet to come tell your neighbor he's done it before yeah 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 and if Jesus Jesus has done it before, come on, give him praise. He's ready to do it again. Did you hear what I just said? I said, if Jesus has done it before, give him praise. He's ready to do it again. I need to say it one more time because I don't think you heard me. I said, if Jesus has done it before, give him praise. He's ready to do it again. Can you tell your neighbor that? Say, neighbor, if Jesus has done it before, give him praise. He's ready to do it again. Oh, now act like you believe it. If he saved before, won't he save again? If he healed before, won't he heal again? If he brought revival before, won't he bring it again? Some of y'all, all you need to do is hit the rewind button some of y'all all you need to do is look at what he's already done and if he did this he can certainly do that somebody ought to be giving praise right now because if he's done it before he can do it again. Don't you dare try to limit me. Don't you dare try to talk me down. Don't you dare try to lie to me and tell me that I'm limited to what happened yesterday that God can only be excited about yesterday. Here's what I've come to tell you. Look at me young person. He's ready to save now. He's ready to heal now. He's ready to deliver now. He's ready to revive, restore breakthrough, elevate, shift your season, bring a new move of God. He's ready to do it now. So I'm going to share with you three Three realities that will be key to your shift. Number one, when you remember what God has already done, and you believe He's able to do it again, fasten your seatbelts. You are ready for your shift. I'm gonna to have to say this a couple of times because if it gets through to you, it's gonna be powerful. When you remember what God has already done, how many of y'all remember what God has already done? Okay, and you believe he's able to do it again. How many of y'all believe he's able to do it again? Here you go, fasten your seat belts. you are ready for your shift, hallelujah. If he did that, he can do this. If he did that, your, whatever your that is, if he did that, this is not going to be anything for him. He is able to do it again. Now, now remember, he spoke to Bethsaida. And he pronounces a curse on Bethsaida. Because Bethsaida had actually seen him move. They had seen him manifest. But they were not impressed by him. They did not repent and turn to him. And he said woe to Bethsaida. He said you've experienced it. You've seen it. you've, you've, You've experienced my outpouring. I moved for you. You saw my miracle power proven. But it did not change you. And you did not repent. Now this becomes powerful when you transliterate the word and define the word Bethsaida. Bethsaida means the home of hunting and fishing. In the natural, it speaks of the livelihood of the people. They were hunters and they were fishers. They were fishermen. And apparently, this is what they did for a living. It marked their town. But it also also was symbolic of their spiritual condition. They were hunting and fishing in their religious practices. They were hunting but not satisfied. They were fishing but not finding. They were trying to be satisfied with religion. And when Jesus didn't come in, When Jesus came in and didn't fit their religious mold, when he broke the mold, they didn't see him for who he was. See, see, they didn't understand. They were still hunting and fishing religiously when all they would ever need was standing right in front of them. When the one who could deal with every issue, heal every sickness, answer every problem, deal with every question, when the one who could do it all was standing right in front of them, but because by nature they were hunters and fishers, that was a part their spiritual conquest as well they continued to hunt and fish because somehow Jesus was not enough they missed the ultimate catch they missed the ultimate find Jesus was not enough and because he was not enough They missed their shift because they began to search an illegitimate source. When the legitimate source was right in front of their eyes, they missed their shift. So Jesus says, woe to Bethsaida. And he cursed them. And he wouldn't even heal the blind man in the city because he had cursed the city. But hear me in this room. To them, Jesus was not enough. But I need to let somebody know. I want to tell you something from the front to the back. Jesus is enough. Look no further. You don't have to look any further for somebody who can handle your problem. You stop looking young person to the world. Stop looking to wrong relationships. Stop looking to sex and sexuality to satisfy your purpose. Stop looking to social media. Money can't deal with it. Cars can't deal with it. Women can't deal with it. Men can't deal with it. No matter what you have, nothing will answer your problem but I've come to tell you Jesus is enough look no further Come on, bring that up in the back for a minute. Jesus is enough, look no further. Look at your neighbor and say, Jesus is enough. Holler at him, say look no further, look no further. Empty religion won't do it, you can't do it for yourself. But when Jesus becomes enough, when Jesus becomes everything, when Jesus becomes all in all, when you realize there's no issue that Jesus can't handle, there's no problem that Jesus can't solve, there's no sickness that Jesus can't heal, There's. No no hunger that Jesus can't satisfy. Jesus is enough, look no further. I wonder if there's anybody here who hears what I'm saying. Searched all over, couldn't find nobody. Searched high and low, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater than him. Jesus is enough, look no further. Ain't he enough? I wonder if he's still enough for somebody in this room. I wonder if you've been serving him for decades, but it's still enough. I've been walking with him a long time, but it's still enough. Somebody shout Jesus is enough. Look no further. Come on, shout look no further. I found it all when I found Jesus. See, see, here's number two. When Jesus is enough, it's time to rejoice. You're ready for your shift. I said, when Jesus is enough, it's time to rejoice. You're ready for your shift. I said, when Jesus is enough, it's time to rejoice. You're ready for your shift. I said, when Jesus is enough, it's time to rejoice. You're ready for your shift. I don't understand uh, what your problem is, I don't know what your issues are, but when Jesus is enough, I don't know where you need a shift, but when Jesus is enough, I don't know where you need direction or a breakthrough, but when Jesus is enough, it's time to rejoice. You're ready for your shift. I wonder if there's anybody right here right now, in this moment, you can rejoice because Jesus is enough, and since Jesus is enough, you're ready for your shift. Come on, one, two, three, give him praise. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on, come on. If he's enough, give him praise right now. Jesus saw the need of this blind man, and he had the remedy for all his trouble. He had the remedy for all his issues, all his problems. But not only did Jesus have the remedy, he was the remedy. Uh, The man was living in a curse. The town of Bethsaida was cursed. But I got good news for you. Jesus ain't scared of your curse. Oh, help me preach in this house. Jesus is not terrified by what terrifies you. Jesus is not sweating, he's not biting his nails, he's not taking Prozac, he's not having trouble sleeping, he's not pacing heaven saying, oh, I'm so worried. No, baby, the curse doesn't bother Jesus because Jesus is greater than any curse, any problem, any issue, any sickness, any bondage. So Jesus was serious about his desire to heal the man. Look at me right in the eyes. Here's a revelation for you. Jesus is serious about you shifting. That ought to make you just want to slap your neighbor. Come on. Jesus is serious about your shift. Tell your neighbor he's serious about it. Yeah, he ain't playing with your breakthrough. He ain't, he ain't playing when it comes to you going to the next level. He ain't playing about your blessing. Jesus is serious about it. Now, now, hear me in this place. Jesus was so serious about it that he took the man by the hand and he led him outside of the city. Jesus leads him out of the place that was cursed. And into the place of victory. See, somebody under the sound of my voice, you've been living in the curse living in the curse of yesterday, living in the curse of who walked out on you, living in the curse of who did you wrong, living in the curse of, of, of your generational things that have tried to come against you through your family, living in the curse of alcoholism, living in the curse of who did you wrong, who, who hurt you. But hear me in this room, you need to leave what happened yesterday, leave what went wrong yesterday. It is a new season. You gotta walk out on it you got to walk away from it you got to say i'm not living not one more day in this curse jesus take me by the hand and lead me wherever you want me to go jesus said i want to heal you i want to shift you but i got to get you beyond what you're sitting in i gotta get you beyond your feel like preaching i gotta get you beyond your messed up past i gotta get you beyond the offense some of y'all can't even praise the lord because you're so offended over what happened to you five years ago but jesus said if you're let me get you by the hand I'll lead you out of that mess and I'll usher you into the ship that you've been believing for good God Almighty somebody give him praise I wish somebody would shift and surprise the devil (laughs) I wish somebody would shift and surprise their mother-in-law come on somebody I wish somebody would shift and surprise your wife Surprise your husband, it's time to shift. Tell your neighbor, I'm ready for a shift. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all don't know, I hadn't always been up here preaching. Y'all don't know where I came from. I hadn't always stood up here, come on with cool socks on and short breeches. <laughs> Some of y'all say, I don't even get it, it's called fashion, come on somebody. See, I don't even get out of that. But here, I hadn't always preached like I preach right now. I haven't always decreed and declared like I did right now. But I remember when he came into my curse. And took me by the hand and led me into a new season and I'll tell you since I've been saved I've had trouble since I've been saved I've had issues so where y'all at since I've been following I've had to hang on to hell with heaven on my back are there real people in here so I'm talking about since I've confessed him as Lord I've still had to go through something and once in a while I got tired Did you ever get tired? I got tired, but let me tell you, I never got tired enough to give up. I never got tired enough to turn around. I never got tired enough to quit because I knew that if he brought me through before, he can bring me through again. Tell somebody I'm ready for my shift. I'm I'm, I'm ready for my shift. Here here, here is the word of the Lord for you. Stop focusing on where you are. Stop focusing on where you've been. Stop focusing on what happened and start focusing on who's standing in front of you, on who Jesus is. And when when, when are you going to get so tired of the curse of the enemy that you say, devil, not one more day, not one more minute, not one more second. I'm not going to worry about it anymore, but I am shifting into the season that God has for me because greater is he that is in me, that he that is in the world I'm not living in fear one more day, I'm not living in doubt one more day, I'm not living in negativity one more day, I'm ready for my shift. Touch three people and say I'm ready for my shift. Uh, Are you ready? I said are you ready? Are you going to sit there and be cute are you really, 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 really ready? Are you that crazy kind of ready? Are you that that crazy kind of ready? That says, I can't can't stay where I am. There's got to be more. I can't stay in the curse. I can't stay in the negative season. I I can't stay in the doubt. I can't stay in the fear. I can't stay in the unbelief. I can't stay in who did me wrong and what they did and how they hurt me. It brings me to my third point. When you're willing to walk out of the curse and into the blessing, praise God like crazy, you're ready for your shift. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, are you ready to walk out of the curse and into the blessing? Say, if you are, Praise God, like crazy, you're ready for your shift, I'm coming out of it, the devil thought he would imprison me, but I'm coming out of it, the devil thought he would hold me in it, but I'm coming out of it, the devil thought I was going to be his hostage, but I'm coming out of it, the devil thought I was there to stay, but I'm coming out of it. i'm coming out can i get a witness in the house i say i'm coming i want the world to know i got to let it show come on if you're coming out of the curse and you're coming into freedom redemption bondage liberty everything that the enemy wants to hold you i'm coming out they give the Lord the highest praise. (laughs) Lord, y'all better sit down, you're about to make me preach. I said, are you willing to come out? Are you willing to praise your way out? Are you willing to shout your way out? Are you willing to take his hand? So so here's the deal, here's the deal. Here's the battle plan. Here's the battle plan. You're going to stop rehearsing the mess stop talking about the mess you're walking out of preach pastor rayleigh you you're not going to rehearse your way out of it you're going to shout your way out of it you're going to worship your way out of it you're going to praise your way out of it and you're going to change the way you talk somebody sitting next to you and saying thank god thank god thank god i hope she's listening Push your neighbor and say, Mutual, come on, mutual. <laughs> Ditto. I hope you're listening too. Because the truth is, here's the battle plan you're not going to rehearse your way out of a mess. You got to get the negativity out of your conversation. You got to stop speaking doubt. You got to stop being negative. You got to shift that out of your life. Here's what the Lord said The Lord said, Change your conversation and it will change your destination. <sighs> change your conversation and it will change your destination. Speak blessings, speak favor, speak breakthrough, speak better and better. Speak blessings, speak breakthrough, speak favor, speak better and better. My life is getting broke through. I'm being blessed. Hallelujah. It's getting better and better. Push your neighbor and say better and better. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I can't help you get beyond the curse until I get you to speak differently about where you are. You are not destined to stay where you are. You will not be Trap. Jesus said to the blind man, If you take me by the hand, I can lead you out of the darkness. I can lead you into clarity. I, I can lead you into a place where you'll be able to see. See, as long as you live in a curse, you can't see as long as you're living in negativity you can't see as long as you're living in doubt your your shift will never come but Jesus said I got a shift for you but I gotta lead you out of where you are I got a shift for you I'm feeling something in my spirit but I gotta lead you out of where you've been You see some of y'all want Jesus to join the pity party with you you want Jesus to get negative with you but Jesus said I ain't joining your pity party I didn't die for you to have a pity party I didn't raised from the dead for you to have a pity party. I didn't shed my blood for you to have a pity party, but I did all this so you can rise up and say, devil, there is no curse that you can bring against my life. I'm speaking the word of faith. Tell your neighbor, it's time to shift. It's time to shift. It's time to shift. It's time to shift. shift." You know that that blind man could have been negative he could have said you know i'm blind why are you trying to make me walk you know i can't see last time i tried to walk outside the city i fell in a ditch why don't you just do what i need you to do right here why are you trying to make me walk but see jesus said i'm not coming in that curse with you you about to shift and you're gonna come in you're gonna come into my blessing See, we want Jesus to be cool with our curse. We want Jesus to be okay with our curse. But Jesus said, no, no, no. I'm not coming in there with you. You're coming out here with me. You're about to have clarity. I'm about to heal you. Don't you know that blind man didn't argue with Jesus. He didn't say, well, why don't you just heal me right here? If you can do it, why don't you just do it right here? But remember, the town was cursed. And Jesus wasn't going to do this in this cursed situation. And some of y'all are asking Jesus to do things that he will not do as long as you are settling in the curse y'all ain't saying that you, you you sleeping around come on you binding the devil and sleeping with him on Friday night I wish I could get a real witness in the house you trying to overcome the enemy and you trying to get Jesus to bless what is cursed but he said if you will take my hand I will lead you out of that mess and I will lead you into a breakthrough I will lead you into a new season don't you know that the blind man said what did he say he want me to take him by the hand hey jesus where you at let me take you by the yes jesus here i come he said i've been waiting here i've heard what you were able to do and i've been waiting am i gonna sit here am i gonna sit here i ain't gonna sit here but i'm gonna take jesus by the hand i can hear the blind man say here i go this it's my shift this is what i've been waiting for this is what i've been believing for this is what i've been declaring tell your neighbor, say neighbor sit there if you need to but i gotta give god praise this is my shift this is my shift This is my moment, this is my season, this is the new thing, I ain't living in the old thing, I ain't staying in the old way, I need somebody, jump on your feet right now, I ain't standing in the old mentality, I ain't standing in the old mindset, this is my shift, if you've done it before, you can do it again, high five for people and say this is my shift, This is it, this is it, this is it, this is it. This is my moment, this is my moment, this is my shift. Step out of your mind frame, step out of your mentality, step out of your bitterness, step out of your unforgiveness. It's time, this is your shift. Somebody give God praise. Hallelujah. Push your neighbor, say, neighbor. Is that the best praise you got? One, two, three, give God a praise. I said give God a praise. I'm coming out of it. 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 it. I'm coming out of it. I'm coming out of it. Take me by the hand, Jesus. I'm coming out of it. I'm walking out of the curse. I'm walking out of the curse. Take me to clarity. Take me where I can see what you want for me. Take me, Lord, I'm coming out of it. This is my, this is my, this is my, this is my. Somebody give him praise. Hallelujah, 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 I'm trying to take my seat, but I feel the Holy Ghost in here. I got the Holy Ghost down in my soul, just like the Bible said. And when it gets weighed down like this and begins to wobble up, baby, I feel something. How many of you are ready for your shift? Push your neighbor and say, leave it behind. Leave it behind. Leave the fear behind. Say, "Leave leave it behind. Leave it behind. Leave the wrong thinking behind. Leave the drama behind. Leave it behind. Hallelujah hallelujah oh lordy I said hallelujah some of y'all ain't never seen preaching like this but I feel the presence of God in this house step out of your blindness step into clarity Staying mad all the time some folks look for something to get mad about If you don't believe it, just read their Facebook. But I am not, you listen. The Bible said nothing shall offend them. I'm not gonna let you offend me. I'll scroll right on by. And I can also hide, hallelujah, so you got a little hide button. You say, well, Pastor, my, my, my life has been troubled. The, 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 the America is troubled the world is troubled but listen if Jesus can speak peace over the water can he speak peace over our problems how many of y'all need to speak peace somewhere in your life just this man could not see until he walked out of what's cursed walk out of yesterday and some of y'all felt like taking a lap while I was preaching because it got so real to you. You gotta walk out on what's holding you in a season that God wants to deliver you from. So you See, when Jesus takes you by the hand like you took this blind man by the hand and shifts you, you are moved beyond the curse and into the blessing. You are blessed beyond the curse. Blessed beyond the curse. Watch this. You say, well, preacher, what's my job? Your job is to say yes. I'm going to have to bring you out of that city, yes. I'm going to have to bring you out of that curse, yes. I'm going to have to bring you out of that behavior, yes. I'm going to have to bring you out of that relationship. Oh, it's quiet in this church. Here's what Jesus did, y'all play. He brought that guy into clarity. And I declare five things over your life. Number one, you're gonna leave the curse of wrong thinking. Raise your hands, come on. You're gonna leave the curse of wrong thinking. You're gonna think less about yourself, you're gonna think more about who you are in Jesus. Watch this, hold up your hands. I decree that you're gonna leave the curse of self-doubt and fear. Your life is gonna shift, number two, and you're leaving the curse of self-doubt and fear. Number three, hold your hands up. I decree and declare that you will leave the curse of what happened in the past. Stop looking behind. Look ahead. The best is coming. Number four, you'll leave the curse of hunting, but not finding. Fishing, but not catching. In this next season, let Jesus be enough. And when you find out he's enough, he will release more than enough in your life. He brought that man out, hold your hands up, and the man had clarity. Watch now, watch. I declare you're stepping into a supernatural season. Number five, he brought the man out and the man had clarity. You're going to have clarity about your decisions. Clarity about what you're doing, where you're going. Somebody say, this is my shift. Now, i close with this. Nobody, nobody leave. If you start to walk out, we actually have people in the catwalk with water balloons. Somebody said, does he really? No. Go ahead and leave and find out. <laughs> Verse 28, then Jesus sent him to his house and said, watch, neither go back to the town, nor tell anyone in the town. He said, but go to your house. Don't go back to the town. Don't even tell anyone in the town. I saw a couple of things here. Number one, don't be telling everybody your business. There's some people, they, didn't, they, didn't, they, didn't, they don't believe in Jesus. They don't believe in the goodness that he has for your life. But he also said this. He said, don't go back to the town. He said, I just got you out of the curse. Don't go back into what I just brought you out of. never going back but then he said this he said go to your house he said take this shift home with you Whew. he said there's a shift that has taken place in your life take it home with you how many of you want to take this shift home with you how many of you want to take a new season come on make a little noise if you say lord i want to take it home with me i don't want it i don't just want to fill it at church I don't wanna just feel it while I'm here. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I'm gonna take this shift home with me. I guess I came today to tell you this is your shift. Not everybody will receive it, but my job is to deliver But I feel like the Lord says, this is your shift. This is your shift. Tell your neighbor, say, this is my shift. This is my shift. This is my shift. Number one, when you remember what God has already done, fasten your seatbelt. He's able to do it again. You're ready for your shift. Number two, when Jesus is enough, it's time to rejoice. You're ready for your shift. Number three, when you're willing to walk out of the curse and into the blessing, praise God like crazy. You're ready for your shift. With heads bowed and eyes closed. First of all, let me obey the Lord. Slip up your hands, everybody. I decree and declare that this is your time to shift. Come on, this is your time to stop living in what that man did. Let him go, let him go, let him go. The way he has behaved is not even worth your struggle or trouble. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let, let, that, let that relationship, let that relationship, let that drama, let it go. I decree and declare this is your shift. I decree you're coming out of the curse. Some of you are going to walk out of poverty in this next season. The Lord said things will fall in the fall. Some of you are going to walk out of debt, like and won't. Some of you are going to walk out of an, unclearness, an un- unclearness about your future. The Lord said, I'm going to give you clarity. Shift. I bless you to know clarity. I bless you in the name of Jesus to shift. I call a shift over that sun that you've been concerned about. I call a shift over his life. That he's going to begin to get hungry for the things of God. I call a shift over families, over daughters. I call a shift. People are going to shift out of addiction and into freedom. People are going to shift out of bondage and into liberty. People are going to shift out of sickness and into health. People are going to shift in the name of Jesus. I decree this is your shift. Now with heads bowed and eyes closed. If you're in the room, and you'd say pastor there's things in my life that I'll not be there when you pray pray for me because i'm not where i need to be with jesus and i want my life to shift but man i have to get some sin dealt with i have to get some compromise dealt with if you're not where you need to be with jesus when i count to three raise your hands since you're praying pastor pray for me one remember me pastor two hands are already being lifted if you're gonna pray pray for me because i got things in my life that I'll not be there Three, slip that hand right up. Pray for me, Jim Rayley. Pastor Rayleigh, pray for me. If you're going to remember somebody, remember me. I need a shift, but I got to come out of that curse. That curse has been holding me. There's things in my life that are inconsistent. I need to get sin under the blood. I need to get iniquity. I need to get compromised. I want to deal with it. I want to shift. Hold that hand up. I'm going to lend you five more seconds. If you need to raise your hand, raise it now. Five. Raise it. Four. Pray for me, Pastor. Three. I want to leave here right with God. Two. I want to leave here knowing I'm where I need to be with Him. One. Zero. No. If you raised your hand, then you really meant business. I promise you won't come by yourself. If somebody next to you raised their hand, I want you to move back and I want you to let them come forward. But if you're ready for a new season, you're ready for a shift, I want you to come up here right now. If you raise your hand, begin to move from across the house. Begin to move from across the house. If you raised your hand, make that second step right now. Come on and move. Come on and move across the room. I wouldn't stay one more moment in it. I wouldn't stay one more moment in it. Come on, come on. Who cares what people think? I want to tell you people didn't die for you. People can't shift you, but Jesus can. He wants to take you by the hand. You say, well, I can't come. I'm nervous. He'll, he'll spiritually take you by the hand. If somebody next to you raise their hand and they're apprehensive, if you're willing to come with them, just get them by the hand and bring them you say, come on, it's time for a shift. It's time for a shift. Hallelujah step up here and sing john come on come on come on if you're ready for a shift i want you to i want you to come i want you to come i want you to i bet if you'll clap more will come i bet if you'll clap god's dealing with some people right now i bet they'll come i bet families will come hallelujah it's time for my shift it's time for my shift this is my shift this oh look what the lord is doing look what the lord is doing Come on, in my favor. In my favor. Come on, if you need to come, we're gonna gonna sing this through two times. There's There's a shifting shifting. in my direction. In my direction. Oh, there's a breaking. Take it up one time. We're going to sing it the last time. I see you coming. I see you coming. See, there's a breaking. room to take your hand and place it on your heart right now come on this is what we're gonna say god take a hold of my heart so everybody just take your hand and put it on your heart right now and i want everybody to pray this prayer after me loud and strong pray heavenly father forgive me please of all my sins anything that would keep me in a curse are less than what you want me to be, I confess it and I declare, Jesus, you are Lord of my life and Jesus, I'll search no further, you are enough, I thank you that right now, today, August 5th, this is my shift. Somebody give him praise right now. Two things. I want all of you to reach over and touch your neighbor on the shoulder. I want all of you. I would love if you would do this for me. It would mean the world to me. I'd like to meet you right over here. I have a little something for you. We're going to pray with you. Come on. You got folks around you. Just turn and go right that way. Everybody turn and go right that direction. Come on. Go right that direction. Why don't you clap for people? Why don't you clap for people, hallelujah. Now, now, hold that neighbor's shoulder. Hold that neighbor's shoulder. Number one, I believe God has spoken to you. It's time for you to shift. Tell your neighbor, I'm shifting, yeah. We're getting ready. I'm gonna preach two or three more messages on this whole shifting thing. One of the most powerful messages I'm gonna deliver in the next couple of weeks is called Breaking Containment. How many of you wanna break all containment in your life and you're able to shift? Man, I feel it even announcing it, but it's going to be a powerful time. I love you so much. If you're a guest and I haven't met you, Pastor Don and I are gonna slip right back at the back. Thank you for coming to Calvary. Thank you for being a part of what God is doing. This church is shifting. I'm shifting and watch this. You're shifting. Somebody say, you're and tell your neighbor. Pastor Troy, finish us up. Hey,
0: there's a, there's a very special couple to us and this family that we thought that next week was going to be the last week, but it's actually today. No way. Yeah, so we want them, to, where are they? A.J. and David Spath. they
1: here somewhere. They're coming right now. Y'all better come up here. Uh, there they are. We are this I family. Thought, I thought it was next Sunday. But it's not. Come up here.
0: Pastor
1: Don, come up. How long y'all been with me? Forever. Eleven. You know what I remember? Can will y'all let me go down memory road? I remember when this dude right here, he's a ball player. Look how thick he is. And he's a Miami fan, that's why I like him even more. University of Miami, that is. I remember when y'all used to sit right behind me in the old building and he was about this big and he would get his praise on in church. You've made such a difference here. Yeah. You worked on our staff. You worked in, with our young people. You guys have been, David, you guys have been so faithful and we love you so much. And I'm not always able to honor everybody, but th- when people have been with you for years and years and years and helped make what is happening happen, I believe you ought to honor people like that. Yeah. Amen we going to miss you so much. She's like the fine arts queen. Come on. Yes. So stretch your hands toward him, Father, in Jesus' name, we bless them. Yes. Bless you guys. Bless your family. I declare that as you go forth, yes. you know, God will give you a great opportunity for a job, and we rejoice about that, David. But there's nothing more important than your spiritual life. Yes. I declare that you're going to find a church not only that you will make a difference in, but a church that will make a difference in you. I bless you guys, and I say thank you, and I say I love you in Jesus' name. Can you honor these precious ones? Love, love you, son. Love you, my man. All right, touch that neighbor's shoulder. Pastor Troy's going to close us in prayer. You better move quickly, Pastor Troy. Come <laughs> yes, on.
0: Lord. We had to do that, guys. These guys are served alongside of us, and... It was like, when somebody's with you in battle, you can't just let them leave you. They're moving to Tennessee and we bless them as they go. But oh, last thing I want to tell you is this, that um, next coming week, all week long, from tomorrow all the way to Saturday, is our serve week. We're going to be in nine different schools all around the the county. We're going to be praying for students, parents, I mean, um, what am I talking about? They got me all messed up. Teachers. We're going to be praying for teachers. We're going to be uh, giving them food. Is that okay? Breakfast on some places, lunch on some places. Uh, And then we're going to end up in Emporia, which is a, a Hispanic area. We're going to give out backpacks and things like that on Saturday. But if you want to be involved in any of it anytime during the week, online on our app, just click the Serve app. Uh, the serve week also on our website in the back. You can do it as well. Just if you can drop in just one or two things or what, it'd be awesome just to have you a part when you can be a part. Those of you that are our guests, if you'll go out this door when we close to the left, there's a room. Pastor Eddie is already on his way there. He would love just to shake your hand and say hello uh, if you could do that. So Father, right now, God, we thank you, God, for the word that you put in this house today. Lord, I pray, God, that you would let it live on the inside of us. God, even as these walk out these doors, it shifts our life, but even begins to shift the lives of people around us. God, we thank you for that in Jesus name. Amen. Love you guys. Oh,
1: there's a breaking